0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner and I'm Lucinda Redgate. I'm a farm trader working with Frontier's Northern Sales Team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Before we begin a word on market prices and trading. Markets can be volatile and move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates, and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more visit www.frontierag.co.uk slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Let's get started with this week's report. Wheat Markets Today's wheat update has been written by Head of Grain pull Marketing, Simon Ingle. Simon mentions how last week's price spike because of Black Sea supply concerns and confusion over a cap on Russian grain exports seems a distant memory. The plentiful nearby physical wheat supply is again weighing on markets, and whilst Russian exports continue to power ahead, the EU and US are left trailing in its wake. Russia is expected to have its poorest performing month in November, since the start of the season. But despite that, the country is likely to ship about 4 million tons of wheat as it continues to dominate world trade. Following an encouraging set of data, the US sold only 176,000 tons of wheat last week, which is below the trade expectations that ranged from 250,000 to 500,000 tons. Following this week's meeting between the US and Chinese presidents, the trade may have been hopeful after seeing news of fresh wheat sales to China to help boost markets. However, this is yet to materialise. The Chicago border trade wheat futures fell almost 4% from last week's closing prices. Like the US, EU wheat exports so far have proven to be disappointing in the face of Black Sea competition. Recent data from Brussels highlights the challenges for EU shippers with 10.806 million tonnes shipped versus a 13.66 million tonnes this time last year. Morocco remains a primary buyer with 1.741 million tonnes received so far. EU wheat imports are up to 3.3 million tonnes, about half the expected total for this season, but already adding to the swollen nearby physical wheat supply. The challenge to ship was made greater as analyst Strategy Grains increased this season's EU wheat export estimate by 1.2 million tonnes to 32.1 million tonnes, which would see end stocks drop one million tonnes on the year to twelve point one million tonnes. However, there may be less pressure to export all crop wheat if the wet autumn weather continues across northwestern Europe. France, the EU's primary wheat producer and exporter, is in a similar, if not worse, situation to the UK, with planting behind and crops lying wet. The French Ministry of Agriculture and Food put winter wheat plantings at just 71% complete by the thirteenth of November which is behind the 96% achieved last year. Some in the trade suggest that the 2024 French crop may drop below 30 million tonnes, which compares with 35 million tonnes this season. The Agriculture and Horticultural Development Board early bird survey, which assesses farmer planting intentions, were completely beginning of the month. The forecast put the UK 2024 wheat area just 1.3% lower on the year. However, the adverse weather has resulted in minimal field work since and late-planted crops are in poor condition. Without a notable change in ground condition, the UK wheat area is likely to be significantly lower, which could lead to a tight balance sheet next season. The market is certainly reflecting this with November 2024 London wheat future values £23 a tonne above November 23. Barley Markets Today's barley update has been written by trainee grain trader Alexander Nushev. Alex says that Crop 23 in barley supply has been slow this week, particularly in southern parts of England. However, export values are down on the week as the UK trade pushed to compete in the wider export markets. As of yet, the UK hasn't been able to connect with any business. Domestic maltin and brun demand remain strong both sides of Christmas, which is positive for domestic premiums but is counterproductive for UK export competitiveness. Farmer selling on feed barley has increased as the week has gone on, with most of the demand coming from trade shorts being covered in. That being said, the barley discount to wheat is wide enough for crop 2023 feed barley to be attractive to domestic animal feed compounders at current levels. New crops from barley planting areas will increase this year, both in the UK and across the channel in France. This is because many growers were unable to plant their full areas of winter crops successfully due to persistent rain. These conditions generally keep molesters and brewers on the sidelines until later in the growing period. Crop 24 feed barley markets have a significant carry-in from all crop, as sellers are looking for premiums to reflect the increased uncertainty. Weather in several key regions is a watch point currently. Brazil is of particular interest for market participants who are trying to understand what effect persistent drought in central areas, an excessive participation in southern regions will have on the planting of the safflower second corn crop. Providing more certainty is a significant carry-in the feed market coupled with Bally's discount to wheat, with both propping up feed prices for now. With such geopolitical uncertainty in the market and several weather stories yet to play out, now is a good time to speak to your local farm trader about various grain marketing options for Crop24. Oil seeds Markets Today's oilseed rape update has been written by oilseed product head James Needham, who works for the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. James notes that rapeseed prices have looked to soya for inspiration this week, as a rapeseed supply and demand picture takes the backseat while there are potential crop development issues for Brazilian soya. Currently, the soya market is very reactive to the weather forecast in Brazil, and this was highlighted this week when an improved forecast took 24 cents per bushel out of the Chicago border trade futures in one day. In Europe, rapeseed farmer selling remains behind average pace due to dissatisfaction with the current price levels. Australian farmers are estimated to be behind average selling pace on the country's 5 million tonne plus crop, indicating that there should be high volumes of seed coming onto the market soon to fulfil new year crush demand. Going forward, the rapeseed market will be working out how and when the huge surplus of rapeseed will be managed logistically to meet with the season's demand. The trade will also be keeping an eye on whether Brazil can produce a record soy crop they were expecting. Pulses markets Today's pulses update has been written by trainee grain trader Harry Bulmer, who works with a grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Harry says that high demand from UK feed industry is expected to continue in the long term. Despite the challenging weather in the UK for winter seed plantings, we don't expect to see reduction in winter bean planting area due to the crop's ability to be drilled as late as January. Looking further forward to spring plantings, we see opportunities for growers to make a premium for human consumption markets. Fertiliser Markets Today's fertiliser update has been written by Kerry Buteman, who is a fertiliser commercial lead in the south. Kerry notes that in the last seven days, global urea values have softened slightly, and this is underpinned by low demand and changes in currency, particularly the pound strengthening against the dollar. The effect on values is expected to be short term, though, and as demand starts to pick up through quarter four into quarter one in 2024, levels are likely to increase again. It's reported that two to three nitrogen producing plants across Europe are curtailing production or closing indefinitely due to the high cost of production and low demand throughout the supply chain. This will impact the volumes of nitrogen available to the UK market and further tighten or delay the supply in a shortening delivery window. Currently, ammonia values remain high, contributing to production costs. Producers are also keeping an eye on the output of their plants. UAN purchasing remains relatively quiet as the weather continues to have an impact across the UK. However, liquid shippers and manufacturers now turn their attention to spring 2024, off-take planning given the time needed to source, ship and store product dockside in the UK. This will ensure growers' requirements can be met once we move into the post-Christmas position of having product on farm for application. If you still have a requirement for UAN, we advise you consider at least a percentage of your plan volume. Try not to leave it to the last minute before making a buying decision. UAN pricing is at a level today that competes with solid fertiliser systems, especially where nitrogen and sulphur applications are required. NP, NPK and NPKS solution compound grades are also gaining traction in the UK, as growers are looking at finalising cropping for potatoes and vegetables in addition to cereal and grassland. If you're hoping to maximise the available nutrients to your crops with high-quality, fully water-soluble solution compounds, please speak to your local Frontier Advisor to see if this range of products could work for your farming system. Values for TSP, MOP and DAP remain unchanged, still showing price increments for the January to February 24 delivery period, albeit still representing the true raw material replacement costs. The sentiment is that the phosphate market remains firm due to supply restrictions and delays. The UK has seen fresh shipments arrive recently, but this will only be to supply existing order book requirements. Potash remains stable at present, but worth noting that the production could be curtailed if demand does not increase to meet the supply. Polysulfate tends to follow the trend of MOP. Therefore, if you have made the decision to decouple your sulfur from the nitrogen... It's worth considering your requirements to ensure product is delivered in a timely manner before the usage period in early 2024. This was Frontrunner for Weekend in Friday, the 17th of November, 2023. Thank you to Simon, Alex, James, Harry and Kerry for their insights. We hope you'll join us again next week for another grain market update. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer you can speak to your local frontier contact don't forget all frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through my Farm. links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode thank you for listening